0: This episode was co-produced with Energy Startup Day, an event which connects startups from the areas of clean tech, energy, mobility, and smart buildings with incumbent companies and public institutions. We're also seeing, you know, a lot of macro trends around the take-up of electric vehicles and the price of batteries coming down, which is really driving people's interest in wanting to have a solar roof and cover both their home consumption of energy, but also their transport consumption of energy. Welcome to the Swisspreneur Show, a podcast about startup stories and learnings from experienced entrepreneurs. Here's your host, Sylvan.
1: Deborah, uh, very well welcome to the Swisspreneur Show. It's a pleasure to have you here today.
0: It's great to be here. Thank you for asking us.
1: You are the co-founder and managing director at Free Suns, a company that designs beautifully integrated solar roof tiles for residential, commercial, and also heritage buildings. So my first question goes out right away. What actually motivated you to start Free Suns, your own company?
0: Well, it was really a personal story. Uh, My husband and I are from Australia, but we've been living in Switzerland for almost 12 years and uh, some years ago we decided that we wanted to stay here. We really loved living in Switzerland and working in Switzerland and as a result we purchased a house and this house was an incredible example of mid-century modern architecture but it needed uh, a new roof and at the time we were already driving an electric car and we feel very passionate about doing something for climate change. So we wanted to do we wanted to be generating our own sustainable power as much as possible from our own house. But we didn't really want to put solar panels on our roof because it really would have ruined the look of the house and it wouldn't have covered the whole house. Our, our roof is is quite an unusual tri- triangular shape. And so we started looking around in the marketplace for options to be able to generate power from our roof but without the traditional solar panels and we really couldn't find anything that was suitable to replace our roof and my husband and I we're both engineers I'm an electrical engineer he's a mechanical engineer and we started to throw around the idea of why don't we just create something ourselves Uh, and we did So he designed a solar tile to be the exact replacement size for the existing Etternet tiles that we had on the roof. And we sourced a manufacturer and we got some prototypes made up. And then I said to him, well, we need to test this before we rip the roof off our own home and put it on. (laughs) And so we built ourselves a test rack in our driveway and we tested the roof tiles for about a year before we took the plunge took the roof off our own house and put these new tiles onto our roof. And the result was incredible. We ended up with a beautiful roof that generates about 20 megawatt hours of electricity each year, which is way more than we consume, even with an electric car, although it comes in the summertime. And, of course, our neighbours, our friends, the local press, they all started to take notice of what we were doing and people started to say, look, there's, there's potential here. Why don't you see if you can sell it to other, other people? So we thought, well, okay, we'll, we'll just try and see what happens. And then, of course, slowly and surely, we started to sell it to other people. And then we'd have to deliver the roof itself. And we did that for a couple of years. And then in 2019, we thought, there's obviously something here. We need to get serious about it. And at that point, we started to take on employees. I was still working in a corporate job, but doing free sons on the the weekend. And uh, we started to grow pretty rapidly at that point. And then uh, as of late last year, I've been in the business full-time alongside my husband full-time, and now we're at eight employees.
1: Wow. I, I love the story because you're basically solving your own problem. And I think that's one of the best motivations you can have to then start a company around that what What is the exact problem? I mean, I know that from a, a personal story that you just shared, right? There was no good solution out there. You wanted to have a roof that can produce energy, but also looks nice. And I can recommend anybody to check out your website to just have a look. It looks beautiful. But you also work with commercial and heritage buildings. So is that the same problem that you solve for them there? That it's also basically solar panels on your roof, but in a very attractive and appealing way? Would you describe exactly that right. this is the yeah,
0: yeah, because what we started to see was people who want who want solar on their roofs and who are happy with the look of traditional solar panels, they should just go right ahead. that's a fantastic solution. But there are many people who can't put solar panels on their roof because they don't like the look or their commune doesn't allow them because they ruin or they don't like the look of them in a historic village, or their roof is an unusual and difficult shape to cover. And our small format tiles, which we've then designed to replicate the, the kind of grey slate roofs of northern Europe and the terracotta, what they call cat's tongue roofs of southern Europe, are an alternative which looks like trad- traditional roof, looks as beautiful as a traditional roof, but also produces renewable energy and, of course, gives you a return on investment.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And that way you also contribute to the energy transition that is happening right now to have more people producing their own energy energy
0: basically. Exactly. We have a very direct contribution to the energy transition. We are producing clean energy off all of our roofs. We've already produced around nine hundred megawatt hours of of clean green electricity. And that will only continue as our roofs as we add more roofs to the family and as they keep producing each year. And uh, many customers of ours are very, also very passionate. We're also seeing, you know, a lot of macro trends around the take up of electric vehicles and the price of batteries coming down, which is really driving people's interest in wanting to have a solar roof and cover both their home consumption of energy, but also their transport consumption of energy.
1: Uh, fantastic! I think it's a great time to actually work on the problem that you're working on today. Now, I also wanna talk about your team, of course. So you briefly mentioned your backgrounds. What what other experience does your team bring to the table to make and actually build a successful company?
0: So my husband and I first met in working for a large engineering company that worked in the building industry. So we were producing products for buildings. Uh, I then was really on the software development side. So I have a lot of experience in that. He moved into other roles in other startups and also into logistics and supply chain. So between us, we have yeah, product development, building industry experience, logistics, supply chain, software development, and we've brought people into our team who also have similar experiences in the buildings industry, uh, and that's given us a very good way to understand how to go to market because for us it's not just about having we already have a wonderful product for the end user but to really scale up we need to go through partners and channels in the market and so we have to have a product that works for them as well our installers and our distributors.
1: Yeah, and your background is like perfectly fitted to make that happen. Absolutely. And let's also talk about the milestones. So what have you recently achieved? I know you have just been awarded at the Energy Startup Days. Beyond that, what are some of the recent milestones that you've achieved as a company?
0: Well, we have been working with uh, our investors and we set some pretty ambitious goals in 2021 to really demonstrate growth. Uh, both growth in, in essentially doubling our revenue and our orders, but also we did some investment in marketing and driving awareness in the in the market of what we were doing. And we've seen a huge growth in the number of leads and inquiries that we're seeing coming into the business. We know it takes a long time for people to think about changing their roof or doing a renovation on their house. So we know our sales lead time is quite long, but we, we've really started to see a significant increase in the number of uh, inquiries and leads that we've, we're getting in the business through Fantastic. a proactive approach to marketing.
1: Right. I mean, your images, they speak for themselves. You know, once you see how your product looks like, it's it's just amazing. You can't get out of your head. In that regard, I also wonder about your business model. Like, do you sell like one-time installations? Do you do all of that yourself directly to the consumer? Do you work with partners or how does your delivery but also the business model behind it actually look like.
0: So that we've had to do both. Like in order to get started, we really need to just sell directly to end users and convince them to take a risk on a small company. And now we see that in order to scale up, we have to work very closely with partners and our partners are roofers or other solar installers and that's our only way to scale because you know we're talking about a physical product and we have to go and uh, see customers and deliver our product we we can't do that over huge distances we have to rely on partners to do that over time we'll see more and more of our business go from that direct end user model to the indirect via partners model
1: that that makes sense and how do you charge your clients do you charge them per square meter or per, you know, part that you actually install on their roofs? Or is there also any recurring uh, revenue that you can generate because there's also maintenance in the future that you probably need to take care of, etc?
0: At the moment, it's pretty simple. It's you, you pay for the roof tiles as you would pay for traditional roof tiles. We do see opportunities for recurring revenue, both with ongoing maintenance for end customers, but also we've developed some pretty sophisticated software tools to enable us to do complex hearing of the roof. Hinges. And we see that there's an opportunity there to make those tools available to our partners and get recurring revenue through that stream. So those things are all things we'd like to uh, move on. Uh, as we grow.
1: Fantastic. And I also wonder, you know, the in general, the solar industry, the solar roof panels, et cetera, that's quite a competitive industry, not only with Swiss competitors, but also on a global scale. How do you differentiate and also, you know, sort of compete with the alternatives out there in the market?
0: So we don't really compete with solar panels. They, that's a very established commoditized market, and it is a much um, – it's a very cost-effective solution if your roof is fantastic and you just want to add solar on top, go ahead and do it. What we do really tr- compete with is normal roof tiles or other integrated uh, sol- a sort of solar panel roof tiles that, are, that replace the roof instead. And what we see is we have some pretty unique designs that uh, we have not seen with many of our competitors. And as I mentioned, we've got some tools that enable us to make our our partners more efficient and us more efficient in designing those roofs. But we really see this is an absolutely emerging market. There is a lot of room in the market. I think we're going to look back on this in a few, I don't know if it's 10 years or 20 years time, but it's We're really disrupting the the traditional roof tile market, which is an enormous market. And yes, there's competitors in there, but it's very embryonic at this stage. There's plenty of opportunity.
1: Sounds like a very, very interesting time to be active in that market. I also wonder, you know, when it comes to the to the switching costs basically, do you also have any advantage there? Maybe like I'm just making assumptions here, but I could imagine because you have way more technology than a traditional roof replacement you might be more expensive in in the first in the installation part but then with the energy that it can produce out of that you have a very attractive business case in the long run is that the case that's
0: correct so we th- that's why the market is for a new roof so you need to be doing a new roof anyway because you always have the cost of taking the old roof off and doing a lot of the you know scaffolding and the normal roof preparation but if your choice right. is between paying for standard roof tiles, which is essentially a sunk capital cost, or paying more for solar roof tiles. But knowing that those solar roof tiles are going to generate money for you over the life of the roof, the return on investment is, of course, much greater for a solar roof.
1: Absolutely. So then if, if people think long term, it's a clear choice what they should actually install on, in, on their houses, basically.
0: Exactly. And if you think there's, a, there's a, a good return on investment right now, and we know that energy prices are likely to go up, up, and we know that solar technology, PV technology, is likely to go up in power and down in cost. The return on investment is only going to get better over time.
1: Yeah, So uh, soon it will be the exception if you don't have uh, the solar panels on your roof installed. Exactly. I also wonder, you mentioned the partnerships that you have, right, with other companies, with companies that actually do the roof installations, etc. Beyond that, how important are partnerships for you as a startup, as a company, basically, to build a successful product and also build a successful market around it?
0: Yeah, we believe that partnerships is absolutely essential for us to scale up, uh, both because we can't touch every end consumer directly ourselves, but also if we see that this is a very large global market, The only way we can really address that is through having really good partnerships with uh, other building companies who are in those markets. Because it's still a physical product that has to be delivered locally to a customer.
1: Yeah, that's certainly right. And you also participated in the Energy Startup Day recently. Do these events do they make a difference? Do they help you, you know, to reach potential clients, investors, etc.? Absolutely,
0: yes. We we are really happy to participate because it really helps us increase our profile, helps us meet other companies in the clean tech space who might become partners or suppliers or have interesting complementary technology with us. Uh, we and also meet potential new customers and, of course, investors. So it's very valuable,
1: yeah, yeah, and talking about investors, you know usually, especially if you have a hardware component, that's one of the biggest challenges that you have to overcome. Was that the biggest one for you, or what was the biggest challenge that you faced so far while building your company?
0: I think the the biggest challenge is exactly what we're going through right now, which is how to go from a very small startup to actually starting to scale up and get to a kind of a sustainable size. And it is complex when you're dealing with physical product because there's a lot of logistics involved. And as you scale up, those logistics get get more complicated. Uh, Our investors have been incredibly supportive and they understand that challenge. And we know that there's many other options that we have in our future to increase our recurring revenue and to diversify our offerings so we know we've got plenty of upside runway
1: but then i I imagine on top of that you also have if you grow as a company you know your internal communication channels the way that you manage people the way that you communicate and align everybody that's like also a separate challenge on top of the logistical challenge that you have how do you deal with that
0: Absolutely, yes. They're all the challenges that we're working through. I guess our background and experience in large organisations has helped us a little bit in that you know we know how I know how it is to work with people all around the globe and how to keep communications and teams working even if you can't all physically be in the same office together.
1: Yeah, that experience certainly helps and hopefully makes it easier for you to transition to a larger company. Exactly. And- In terms of the market, you know, sometimes the energy market can be a challenge by itself. Do you face any challenges or obstacles in the energy market itself?
0: Uh, We we just see a lot of differences, particularly in Switzerland, in different cantons, different energy prices in terms of both the costs that the consumers pay and the money they might get for selling back to the grid. Uh, What we see is... And as, as I mentioned, energy prices going up will increase the return on investment. For example, we see plenty of sunshine in the Valais, but they've got very low energy prices. So if you compare that to Geneva, the energy prices are higher, so the return on investment is higher. So there's quite a few differences in the different regions based on the existing pricing
1: and market conditions. In what way does that then affect your decisions in what cantons you want to be active in?
0: Well, that's a good point. Obviously, we get more inquiries from the cantons where the the ROI can be higher, but we also see plenty of interest actually from everywhere because, because we find consumers are making a decision about this not only on the financial benefits, which are very real, but also on the... Their passion, their feeling, they want to do something for the environment. They want to be making responsible decisions. And this this is an easy product to allow them to get the benefits, the financial benefit and also the the feel-good benefit.
1: Absolutely, yeah. That's an additional powerful movement that is happening right there. Exactly. Now, we also are very curious to hear more about your plans. So what have you planned for the futures? What are your plans and goals for the next 12 months?
0: Continue to expand, particularly into uh, the German-speaking part of Switzerland. We, we started our company in, in Western Switzerland. We've been mainly operating in uh, the French-speaking part, although we have a few jobs now uh, further east. So that's our main goal is to, is to scale up there. We also have ongoing product development. We've got some really exciting ideas around how we could tap into the circular economy And lower the cost of our tiles by using recycled glass for parts of the tiles. We're working very closely with our research and development partners at CSEM in Neuchatel. And we want to also pursue those ideas around software development as a complement to our physical products. So lots to do, but a very exciting time for us.
1: Absolutely. and. What role does going international also, you know, acquiring clients and installations outside of Switzerland play for you?
0: That's absolutely our goal, our medium to long-term goal. But we're really trying to focus on proving our models out here in Switzerland before we take on global inquiries. We've we've received a number of inquiries from other places, uh, the US, the UK, France, Germany, everywhere really. But we want to make sure we're ready to take on a global expansion.
1: Yeah, it's also more complex and more effort because you have longer distances, etc. So it's probably a good way to start in Switzerland first. And once you're ready, you can go international at scale.
0: Exactly. Switzerland's a great market to test out, you know, buyers' interest. Uh, It's quite diverse. You know, you've got the different languages. If we can make it work here in Switzerland, I think we'll have understood many of the problems that we might face in international expansion.
1: Absolutely. Now, Deborah, for the wrap-up of today's conversation, I also have prepared some rapid-fire questions for you. So I either give you a quick question or different options to choose from, and you have to answer in one sentence. Are you ready? Okay. What was your summer job as a teenager?
0: Uh, I worked in an electronics shop, actually. It was a good learning experience.
1: Fantastic. What are you most proud of in your life?
0: Apart from my children, I'm actually most proud of the journey that we've had with Free Sons and the fact that we've already grown it so significantly.
1: Uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful story. And I'm very excited about your future. If you had to choose, Zurich or Lausanne?
0: I love Lausanne. It's very hip. It's groovy. It reminds me of Sydney, where I came from.
1: Great. Apple or Google?
0: Ah, don't care.
1: And the last one for you, lake or mountains?
0: Definitely mountains. We love skiing. We love hiking. That's one of the big attractions and one one of the reasons we wanted to stay here in Switzerland, the beautiful mountains.
1: Fantastic. Yeah, that's certainly a USP that Switzerland has to offer. Deborah, thank you so much for joining us today. Lots of success and all the best for the future. I'm really excited to see what you continue to build and how you grow with Free Sons.
0: Thank you very much for having us. It's a pleasure to be here. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, you can support us by rating our show on Apple Podcasts. This way, we can reach an ever-growing number of aspiring entrepreneurs.